for the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is for the players, the pop culture PlayStation podcast with over 40 years of playing PlayStation and 10 plus years that games have been combined. I'd like to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us or upcoming future celebrations with us, come check out our socials. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of those links can be found in the description below. If you want to join us as the conversation happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures where you can watch us record this show live, where you can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation pod. If you are listening on podcast services, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review. If you can watch us on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment. And if you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash thepopcultures, as well as our merchandise store, popcultures.com slash shop, where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it. Now, Max, we talked about it last week. The the, the Popsy Facebook page is live. It doesn't have, like, any fucking, like, it's not popcult, it's facebook.com slash blah, 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 So no idea. However, shout out to uh, Stephen Forno for being the first person to like the page, even ahead of myself. <laughs> Shout out to them. Oh man, there you go. Cool. We have Facebook. We have the Facebook page is back for those maybe coming in new. Uh, we lost access to it at some point, uh, and then it just disappeared. It was really weird. Like it, it was. It was almost like it was taken from us, and then com- not even remotely used for anything um, uh, uh, inappropriate or whatever. It's just sat dormant, and then fucked off. Mm. So it's really kind of like weird. how it would sit dormant anyway. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, like, nothing, it's like nothing changed. <laughs> it's that mostly dormant. At least I'd post something there like every Monday when the and the show came out. But yeah, hey, man too bad. Yeah, as we were discussing before, because we're not we're not recording live today because it's, it's an out of time slot recording. But uh, we were chatting before we before we came in about. Are you, impl- uh, are you implying that our viewers have lives on a Saturday night? How dare you make such assumptions? Very good point. But uh, we were discussing, uh, because, you know, in the saga that is Max's house is slowly coming to an end as you got yourself a move-in date. It's the final fantasy of sagas. Yeah. (laughs) It's just no ending. (laughs) Yeah, no, we we finally have a moving date. So we did our final final check on Friday. So yesterday at time of recording. Uh, We are set to move in in three weeks' time. Friday the 12th. So whatever that weekend is. Someone else will be with me. Or, or Mid-May. Just... <laughs> it's going to be just right. Although, because I get the keys Friday, I'm hoping to have everything moved by Saturday afternoon. Okay. And if I can switch... Oh, I don't want to be... I don't want to fuck around. Oh, right, sure. Um, I'm going to hire a truck on the Saturday. I'm going to spend the Friday moving all my shit to the front door. And then on Saturday, all my friends are going to come and help me. I'm going to load everything in the back of the truck and fucking zip over there. They're going to unload everything and I'm just going to set the house up straight away. Set the house on fire. <laughs> just <Yeah. laughs> nah, Our insurance policy states that we're not covered for the first 48 hours for fires or, or flooding. Okay. Yeah. 
Sorry, that must happen this... frequently enough that they need to put that in their policies. That's interesting. So someone runs in, floods their brand new house. And like, yeah. Oh, no. They <laughs> <laughs> have a party and set fire to it. And it's like, yeah, well, yeah. Well, technically, it specifies bushfire. So I, oh. I wonder if normal fire is covered because I'm definitely not in a bush. No. I am in a floodplain, though. So, yes. like, please don't, please don't rain for two days. <laughs> Forty eight no, hours. A- but it's exciting times, man. It's it's very cool. As as us, as we said, that's right. Like I remember when I moved into into the house that that I that I uh, built, I didn't build, um, with my with my um, with my ex wife, and uh, it was cool. It was it was a very cool day moving into you into the house that is yours. You designed it. All these things. Yeah, moving. My out wife's already my, my wife's already talking about fucking painting some of the rooms. Okay, well it's your house. Do what the fuck you want? No, no. Let's just live in it for a little bit. Let's let's not start renovating and changing things straight well, away. It's, no, but it's one of those things that you can do in that house. So why not? I agree. Why I agree. Not? But I would maybe I would like to enjoy that new house smell for a little while before filling it with paint again. Yeah, that's true. Just, just a little bit, like maybe a weekend. Mm. <laughs> Although it makes sense to do it straight away before everything's moved in. Correct. <laughs> uh, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, because it would probably would have been more expensive to like ask them to paint each room different color or whatever. So just, yeah, you just do it yourselves now. Yeah. And it would be like just the like, freshest base coat just, ever. Cause it's, it's like a fucking murder scene. Just like just throw the paint up. <laughs> uh, what about you? How was uh? How was your? Oh, week? my week has been garbage. Uh, absolute garbage. So I found out this week I'm being made redundant. So that's cool. Um, you know, in a uh, in a department that I helped build and create and I do many things for that keep it operating on the daily. Apparently my job is not, isn't of value. So it isn't required. Co-creator and facilitator of co-creator facilitator, daily operations, you name it. Like I've done everything within that, in that space at some point. And, uh, yeah, so I'm out. Um, I don't, I don't entirely have an end date yet, but I am on the hunt for a new job. So if there's anyone that listens, that's from Geelong and wants to hire me, please hit me up. Um, that'd be cool. Um, I'd appreciate that. Cause you know, as I said, single father in a rent house, I don't have any savings simply because I didn't take any money from my ex-wife or any, any of our savings or anything because she needs that for, for our son. Um, so I'm a little fucked is in short. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird feeling. Um, but I have a job interview somewhere on Thursday. I think it pays less than what I get now, which is a prop, which is a, you know, a downside. Um, but, um, but yeah, I look at it's better than no job, I guess. And, and thankfully, you know, I've got, I have been hit up by a couple of friends. They're like, Hey, there's might be something we can do over here for you. You know, it's not quite where I think I'd end up, um, or what I might want to do, but it's kind of a circumstance of why I need money and that's an option, (laughs) you know, but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll wait and see on, on that one. Um, look, if push comes to shove, Hey Max, you know, I lived with that one time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we could totally use the money from yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Downside, I don't have any money. <laughs> yeah, downside is you're also in a lease. <laughs> uh, I, if I get made redundant, I can actually like oh, really? request to get broken out of it. I'm like, I simply can't afford it. I, I don't have a job. Yeah. 
and they can break yeah. it. So no, that's right, then. allegedly. Um, but I guess we'll. I guess I'll find out. <laughs> well, I certainly don't hope I have to find out. But that, that's that's when you do the old house hacker room and you sublet to a bunch of people, mm. and they pay the rent for you. Mm, you don't have to move out. You should bring more people in. Yeah, but then I have to deal with highly them. illegal. Highly illegal, but yeah. But the problem is like. The reason I, 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 I live the way I do is because I want a house for me and my son. Like, I don't want to have to expl- I have my son do with a bunch of fucking randos. What you're going to do is you're going to get a housemate like my old housemate who just paid his rent but never actually lived in the house. That's a good deal. Like, get that one. Like, do you remember Mav? Yeah. Yeah, he ended up going to Bendigo for uni and he's like, I'm just going to keep paying rent because I may want to come to Geelong at some point. So I'm going to keep paying rent. I'm going to keep my key and I can come and go as I please. Like, okay. Where did he sleep? I never came back. <laughs> he paid rent for like six months until the end of our lease. And then he's like, all right, I'm moving out. Like you didn't even move I, in. I kept his room how it was at the time. And then when he properly moved out, it he took all his stuff. But <laughs> for about six months, he was paying rent and not living here. Just in case he wanted to come back. That is a good luxury to that dude. He essentially, he essentially he essentially paid to store all his shit here. Yeah. So oh, that's what you need. You need. You I, want, need I want one of them. Can I have one of need, them? You please? need a few of those. Yeah. Give me two of those. <laughs> like I'll store. You know, I've got a big shed. I'll store people's shit for like for money. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> neck neck minutes. It's just like a fucking meth den in your, <laughs> in your, oh, in your garage. That could make money. Solve, solve multiple problems. Yeah, I can't quite pay the electricity bill, but like there is like industrial level power shit out there. Like I could, I could make a sweet grow house in my garage. I'm not making grow house in my garage for anyone that might be listening. Wink. Hey, here's a backyard for that. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, look, I have to look at the bright side of it. I have to fucking giggle. I have to try and make fun of it. Otherwise, I'll just cry. So, it's hence it's the only way to do it. Okay, at this at this most inappropriate moment, um, all I could think about then is uh, Monty Python. <laughs> Always look on the bright side. <laughs> yeah, even yeah, yeah, even when you get kicked out of your job. Um, Funsies. Ah, uh, such a fucking. Yeah shitty situation yeah it is shitty but if i don't happen to get a job um i can play games a lot so he's going full time <laughs> yeah actually yeah it'd be way too like no I'd be like, i would never <laughs> You're like i'm too old i'm too old i am shit. too old um i would I don't, I don't think i could actually do it personally i don't think i could do it can you fit a hot tub in your streaming room i'll find a way if that if that was become my gig and I become a booby streamer, I would repurpose this room <laughs> for my boobies. <laughs> I could make tens of dollars, Max. Tens of dollars, because you know, like think about it, right? It's hard enough. It's been hard enough for me to find individuals in my life that want to like look at me inappropriately without having to pay them to pay me money. So then adding the proviso of them having to pay me money, it's a very shallow pool. Um, what that you're sitting in or of, of people uh both <laughs> both because if, if uh, it's a quite an extensive cost to fill a little jacuzzi jacuzzi yeah uh... but yeah i can play games 
speaking of playing games uh that's what the show is about not about like the dire straits that is my existence um <laughs> have you been ta- how, how you been taking out your frustrations this week what games have you been playing uh i myself or would you, or would you, or would you like me to kick no i can kick, i can kick things off so uh thanks playstation australia we did receive a review code for the latest dlc for horizon forbidden west the burning shores uh, I have been playing Horizon most this week. Not the DLC, actually, because obviously that, that arrived on Friday, the same day's release. Thursday? It was Thursday midnight we came in. Yeah. It was like literally right on release. Well, it was, t- it was ten, 10 p.m. because it, it was New Zealand time. Uh, New yes, Zealand midnight. The old, the old NZT. Yes, yeah, so we got it. Yeah, Thursday night, and then I did have to go to my day job on Friday, and then <laughs> I went out for dinner and stuff last night, which I really couldn't afford. But I did because I was like, I oh, just need to do something. So I didn't do that. I, I've So prior to that, though, I did just play uh, more of the game to sort of get back into the swing of it. Because if anything, I, as I booted up and I went, I don't remember any of this. Got to remember how to Aloy. Well, yeah. Seeing as like we played it at the beginning of 2022, you know, and like we rolled credits on it like, oh, I did not long after. I, I was going to say, least. I think you're using the Royal Week. Yeah. We did not play it at all. No, I did. You did not. Um, yeah, so that's that was done, skis, and that, and that was enjoyable. Go back to us. Like, oh, cool! I'll do some side quests. I'll attack some rebel outposts. You know, I'll get, I'll get the minutia back in. Right, remember how to play. Remember how to like fucking fling arrows and make rejigger the muscle memory. Yeah, make the robots you know fall apart and steal their shit. Um, but yeah, no, speaking of muscle memory, like it did, it did come in real quick, which was, which was really mm. nice. It didn't, ta- it really didn't take too long for it to get back into the swing. Um, yeah, no, it was super quick. That wasn't too bad at all. Wasn't too bad. But the DLC, however, like I'm really not that super far into it, uh, because I did only start playing it this afternoon at, uh, at the at time of recording. Um, so essentially I won't go into too much spoilers, uh, so the, you know, silence, essentially you get a call from silence. who's like, Hey, come see me at Tilda's mansion. And Tilda, if for reference is the character that Carrie Ann Moss played, they're one of the Zeniths. Um, and he goes, Oh man, you know how you thought, you know, though that thing that happened. Yeah. Well, there's more people from the thing that happened. And one of them is over at this place called the burning shores. No, I'm being vague for reasons because it's like a big second act story. Spoiler. I'm like, you're saying a lot of words that I already don't know and now you're just making more words that... Well, and making yeah, them you may not know, but like there are other people <laughs> that may be watching this that like... I don't want to spoil it for them either. Look, I'll get to it one day. I think it came out at a really bad time for me. No, it didn't. Oh, it came out sometimes Elden Ring. Yeah, it totally I think, did. I think it did. Yeah, it totally I think did. it did. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so then you go, all right, and they're like, you know, Burning Shores, that's what used to be called Los Angeles. And I was like, oh, thanks, Lance Reddick. Let's, uh, let's, let's go to Los Angeles. And it's kind of interesting. I, and I made this, I made this joke to, to, you, uh, to you in the, in the group chat that we have, where it is, it feels very second avatar. Because mm. you, you fly off in the distance and then you land in this, what used to be Los Angeles. So <coughs> within the game, um, Essentially, the whole east coast of uh, America is jacked 
because of you know global warming or whatever so what was like las vegas or nevada which is you know a sandy desert area is now entirely underwater so of course los angeles is fucking underwater so you fly over it and it's all it's very like tropical it's all islands it's all greens and and blues and sand and reefs like straight up just the second avatar movie you go there everything's just that little bit different sam worthington's sam worthington's there that (laughs) the enemy from the first from the first movie's back and he has a kid now and he's he's one of the he there's a kid who thinks he's a robot so he's hanging out with all the robots that's not what happens at all but you go there (laughs) You know, you know, like a sun wing is called a water wing and it's slightly different. Um, you know, and they have boats because they're all island based. So like, hey, we have boats and we've worked out fucking motorboat technology. The engine, not the thing you do with the boobies. Um, throw back to Twitch. Um, <laughs> throw back. Didn't know that was a technology. <laughs> <laughs> it had to be invented one day, right? Had to be. Um yeah, so you go there and that's pretty cool. And then you do a bunch of things. And like, I'm. As of right now, I've seen a couple of like different robots. There's like a big fuck off frog that just spits acid everywhere. He's a prick. Um, then there's all the. There's also these weird little like eggs. And it's almost like. So you walk down and it kind of goes, whoop, boo. And this little like fucking mosquito fly looking thing comes out and then attacks you. So that's a cool little, like, a, you know, a, a, adaption, evolution in a Pokemon second generation, or third generation, technically, I guess. Um, 2.5. This is the crystal. This is the crystal to gold and silver. Um, like some new Pokemans, mostly the same. Things a little bit different. New, slightly new location. But no, it's cool. It's fun. Games, the game still looks utterly, ador- like, beautiful. Utterly stunning. Um, it did take me a second to sort of come back into the game from a visual perspective. So I think we talked about this when we first played it, um, because there's so much going on on the screen, just from a fidelity standpoint, like foliage is dense, you know, everything, everywhere you look, there's so much, like just Mm. high quality detail. It's, it's, it's almost overstimulating, but to then, you know, once you consciously start ignoring all that stuff, which is then super weird, like why put that there if you want to consciously ignore it? you can suddenly start focusing on the right thing where like getting lost in all the and all the crap around you but um yeah look the game is very very good um i i still obviously have a lot a long way to go apparently it's like four a third of the size hours or something which is it's not brutal like i think Mm. i finished the main campaign like 30 hours i guess so four to eight hours is pretty tight i ain't too mad I forget how I forget how long the Frozen Wilds were, but there are some cool new things as well. Like there's some cool new traversals, as in there's like fucking spouts of water. What are they called? Like geysers, and you can using your glidey thing, you can and get rocketed in the air. Uh, you can now change the color of your outfits, which I don't believe you could do in the previous one. You could, well, I don't know. I never did, but but I found I found it now. I went. I'm going to change the color of my thing. But yeah. Yeah. You know, like I'd wait. It's only 30 bucks. So the DLC is not too expensive. There are some catches though. You must have finished the campaign to play the DLC. And it is only available on PS5. Because of them clouds, right? 
Yeah, because of clouds and, I don't know, fucking hair physics or something. I think, I, I would assume there's some sort of data somewhere that they went, oh man, we didn't sell that many on PS4. Let's put on PS4. Fair enough. But, uh, yeah. You've been playing some rad, some rad games, so Max, I have been playing some rad games. What, 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 what dropped on your, on your? So thanks lap. to the team over at Square Enix and Bandai Namco Australia, I was lucky enough to score the Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster. Wee. So Final Fantasies one through six. Now I know a couple of weeks ago, it might have actually been last week. I gave you a list of yes. my play. I'm like three, six, one, two, four, five. Threw that out the window. Started at number one. I actually rolled credits on number one just before we started recording the show. Nice. So I clocked in at five and a half hours to finish it. So again, this is just the, the same game, the original game, remastered, made, you know, uh, all the images are a bit more crisp and sharp. It's still that pixelated version. It's not like the 3D remakes that happened for 3DS a while back. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a, it's not the same game mode that happened to the twentieth anniversary for for mobile devices. So there was a twentieth anniversary version that had one extra dungeon. Mm-hmm. So Final Fantasy One is where it all began. I think it came out in eighty seven originally, so a little bit before I was born. You play as the the Warriors of Light. So each each uh, each character has essentially one of the elemental crystals pardon me air earth wind fire air yeah water not wind it's also captain and, planet <clears throat> yeah pretty much captain planet and you are out to save the world yeah you know fiends have taken over each of the crystals you need to go and rescue them re realign them get their chakras in order Aww. and then beat the final boss so i've done that i've got one trophy left to get the plant Turns out just playing the game will give that to you. Haven't had to go too far out of my way to get anything done. Well, as you just as you discussed last <laughs> week, you know, you'll only go for platinums if they just happen to fall in front of you. Yeah. And this will do exactly so, that. So, so. I, I, I finished the game and I have one trophy left, so I'm going to go back and get it and get the plat, I think. Yeah, see if you can plat all six of funsies. <laughs> so... With a lot of the re- uh, a lot of the remasters that they've done, they've added in the boosts. So they did it in. Oh, it's um, like the little game shark things where you can like. Yeah. You know. So um, this this mode has this game has no encounters. You can toggle encounters on and off, so you will only fight necessary encounters or random battles get turned off. And then it's um, uh, you get a choice of an XP booster, so one, two, four times, and the same for currency one, two, four times. So, and they don't disable trophies. So, so did you, you bump bump them? So you just bumped them up. I've I've played all these games before. Um, I bumped everything up and went through. Game still holds up. Well, it's because you made it super easy. You cheesed it. I I, I mean, it's it's pretty easy originally. Like oh. it, it's it's an old NES game. It you know about four and a half hours to five hours to play. Solid game. Pixel remaster so far is off to a flying start. I'll start number two tonight, most oh. likely. Nerd. That's cool. One, one down, five to go. <laughs> uh, um, and also, shout out to the team over at Play on Australia. I have been playing Dead Island 2. Yeah, man. Um, oh, I've played me. the first... I've played for about an hour. I've done the first prologue bit. 
chose my character because you get a choice of characters this time around. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I'm not I'm not too far in. So this one's set in H Halle. Okay. It starts off plane crash, rescue some survivors. They introduce the zombies, and then you kind of get into it. So that's that's the point I'm up to. So I haven't explored much. It is very reminiscent of the zombie games that were about ten years ago. Yep. Funnily enough, <laughs> when the game was originally due to drop. See, fun facts. <laughs> I think I, I think I mentioned this already. So in episode two of the Pop Culturist, yeah. the first ever time, like this is when we're on radio. Our first episode was just a, was our pilot, which we recorded randomly, and then a couple of weeks later we went and did our first like weekly show, and it was E three twenty fourteen, and we that was where they showed the original Dead Island two trailer that had uh the the song The Bomb by Pigeon John which we used in that episode of the radio show and it had uh Aaron Paul and Jack Black in it like there were voices at the end presuming that, that you, they would be voicing characters within mm. the game I don't know whether that still is the case I presume not I I can't tell you but um. Yeah, as long as the Pop C has existed, and it's since its original inception, only now is this going to go out. <laughs> so yeah, it is very reminiscent of those. Um, right. you know, Sorry. Similar gameplay to what the original Dead Island was, similar to like Dead Rising, mm -hmm. all those games where you pick up pretty much anything you can get your hands on they become weapons you can craft them you can make them crazy you can put fucking chainsaws on paddles and all kinds of stuff the character system is pretty cool so at the start you get to pick um from i think it was four characters and each of them have their own unique build so some will have more max health than others some will have better stamina some can run faster and all that stuff and then each each player has their own unique skills so the one I picked was on critical hits, <clears throat> it releases like a shockwave. So it'll also damage all zombies around you. And then you uh, you get increased stamina recovery when surrounded by zombies. Okay. So my God, that seems cool. They, they play well towards each other's strength. So I gain stamina, you use more stamina to use the heavy attacks, which stuns them. And I gain stamina back faster if I'm surrounded by zombies. Yeah. But again, I've, I've played like half an hour to an hour of it just on the prologue. I've killed like 10 zombies. The game looks great. Uh, it's very dark. I had to do some finicky stuff with my monitor um, with the HDR settings and whatnot. Okay. But that's understandable. My monitor does that for a lot of games. Mm. Um, so that's not an issue, but it looks it looks really good so yeah. far. A lot of the animation styles, fantastic. The character models look really good. Uh, the cutscenes so far have been pretty spot on. The, um yeah. yeah, I look forward to playing. I love those. I love games like this. Just that I, I I played the original Dead Island way back when Riptide wasn't great from mm. memory. I don't think I enjoyed that much, but um, the, the Dead Rising games, the Dead, Dead Island game, I love that style of just being able to use anything to kind of well, beat the Well, because you're a massive zombies. fan of Dying Light. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it, all that genre is great. But as with Dying Light, I can't comment to to Dead Island 2 yet because I, ha I just haven't put enough time in it. They feel to a degree dated because I feel like that that game type, that zombies gameplay is just 
over. Like even between Dying Light One and Dying Light Two, there was a huge gap. Yeah. And there's this this nine to ten year gap here with Dead Island and Dead Island Two. It seems like I don't know if we've moved on from that genre of gameplay yet. I would say, yeah, I would say we. It, have. it seems very, it seems very dated to a degree, but it looks fantastic and it still plays well, from what I've experienced so far. But it does have that. Mm, mm. It, it's 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 that feeling of being there, done that kind yeah. of thing, even though it has these these upgraded visuals, it's running better and all that stuff. It still feels that. You can still feel the age of it. Yeah. I, I don't know if you, if I'm articulating that well enough. But. No, I get what you're saying. It's it's the uh, yeah, it's the idea of like it's <clears throat> it's like when we played Kina, and it's like, hey, this feels like an old PS2 game, and it really did. Mm. And it's because there are certain little tropes and and, uh, and like granted, that's not always detrimental to the game. No, but it's just, in this case, it might feel that way. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. That's yeah. Um. He's done. All right, I'll let you talk about what other games you've been playing this way. I'm going to quickly blow my nose because I'm on the back end of a cold. I'll be right back. We go for it. Um, other games I've been playing this week, I've been playing more Call of Duty DMZ. Uh, it's my it's my go-to game at the moment. <clears throat> a little bit of Rocket League and obviously a little bit more Destiny 2. Yeah. We'll get there with Final Fantasy. It's, it's, um, it's going to take a long time to get through the six. Um, friend of the show, MGB, reached out to me on Twitter a couple of nights ago, I think just when Final Fantasy had launched, uh, the Pixel Remaster had launched. Um, he's diving in for the first time, so I'm hoping he's getting through that and enjoying his time with it. Um, if you are, let me know. Keep chatting away to me. Um, and I'll, I'll keep you posted on how I'm traveling through them as I get to them. Nice. Nice. Uh, what else have I, what have I, have I been playing anything else this week? Play a bit more Dredge, not much more. Did my WWE 2K23 uh, on Thursdays. We have been, still number one. <sighs> no, other than that, it's pretty much just been a Horizon Forbidden West, uh, sort of, sort of week. Yeah. Excellent. Nice. Yeah. Well, let's go into the section called Inform the Players. We tell you about what happened this week in PlayStation. And it's a pretty quiet me- week, Max. Except oh, a- this one is a pretty reasonably, potentially substantial piece of news. Yeah, I mean, I'm just... I said it <laughs> I said it in our chat uh, earlier this week. I'm just sick of uh, these large corporations just buying up and absorbing the little Really guys. big known studios. Yeah. That yeah. have got track it's like, records. It's like of- you have your own talent. Why do you have to bring in new people? Just make good shit yourself. Like anyway, <laughs> a new a new addition has come to the PlayStation family. Uh, Sony has added another team to its PlayStation Studios portfolio. Uh, this in recent times they have added a few smaller teams uh, the likes of um, the, Fire Sprite and Valkyrie Fire Sprite. and uh, um, Haven the, 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 yeah the guys who do the um, Savage PC ports Nixus Nixus thank you uh, this seems to be another one of those uh, we have we've added Fire Sprite Firewalk no Firewalk I did the same thing last yeah, time didn't Firewalk I? Studios Firewalk Studios to the portfolio so in a PlayStation blog post, I can't speak. Uh, Herman Hulse stated that Sony has been, quote, impressed by the team's ambitions 
to build a modern multiplayer game that connects players in new and innovative ways. The studio shares our passion for creating inspiring worlds grounded in exceptional gameplay, and we want to continue to invest in their mission. We're excited for Firewalk Studios to bring their technical and creative expertise to the PlayStation Studios to help grow our live service operations and deliver something truly special for gamers. The studio is headed up by Tony Hugh and Ryan Ellis, who released the following statement, quote, Over five years ago, we jumped at the chance to set up a new studio and build a new IP from the ground up. Recalling our own favorite times with games, we founded Firewalk Studios around the idea of delivering memorable moments. Those amazing had to be their time shared with other people. Our goal is to deliver those shared moments of joy to players around the world. So this is new news, but not... So <clears throat> Firewalk and PlayStation did have a strategic deal a number of years ago uh, around working together to create an online multiplayer game. So essentially it looks like whatever they were de developing, Sony went, oh, we like it, come in. Yeah, pretty much. But as you mentioned, what makes this exciting is the individuals that are heading up this studio are ex-Bungie people. Yeah. So they must really like the cut of Bungie's overall jib. Like so much so they're like, hey, old talent, come back. Um, which is great because if we're, if they're going to be using uh, Firewalk alongside you know, Bungie to build up their potential to create some really cool whether it be first uh, new first party shooters or any sort of you know online multiplayer game having all the brains is pretty cool um so unlike bungie though firewalk will be part of the first party uh, teams uh you know as where bungie is owned by playstation or owned by sony and playstation however it does sit off to the side um where this is very much brought in um mm. very similar to the likes of savage um there, there's not a lot of history here to pull from no, so unlike microsoft were like oh they, they bought this studio who has games like this this that that and the other because they still can't make their own games uh we're here they've gone all right well we've we've created a relationship with a brand new studio we set we create a, a strategic deal we like the cut of their jib we're bringing them in so it is that a lot more of that organic growth that PlayStation has continued to to focus on. Now this does make it the twentieth studio under the brand, which is a lot, but it looks as if the you know very similar to the likes of Nixus uh, and um, and like Blue Point is the idea of like okay we've got in, we've got teams here with specific purposes like mm. they're here for a reason. So with you know this looks to be just more of extension of that live service. So <clears throat> one of the biggest concerns we had and many people had when PlayStation essentially announced their, their own roadmap of like, you know, we're going to do X amount of live service games and, and da, 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 da. we were like, Oh shit. That means they're going to put Naughty Dog and San Diego and Monica, Santa Monica and Gorilla all on like taking, stepping away from the games that make PlayStation brilliant. I, I mean, Na Naughty Dog are totally still making a live service game. Oh, yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, not exclusively, though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're not being subjected to, you have to make these games. Like, you can make them if you want to, but if you want to focus on continually, you know, making those great first-person, uh, sorry, first-party uh, adventure games, the, whatever it is you want to make, whether it be, like, you know, Ghost of Tsushima 2, whichever, you don't have to feel obligated to meet this demand because mm -hmm. we've got other studios to do that. Which I think is a great way. It, it, it lets... Uh, the the players the the customers know that 
they will still get the things that make PlayStation great. Um, but you'll they'll also be open. There'll be a way for them to to create the revenue that I assume that they don't get from their the ongoing uh, uh, pro, the dollars. That makes sense. Yeah. And look, you know, both of these individuals. Once again, as I said from Bungie, PlayStation needs its own shooter multi. Like this has to be this has to be what they're building, right? Has to be. Mm. Like with, especially now with the loss of Call of Duty, they're like, you know, because it is inevitable, it is inevitable and it is coming. They're like, well, we'll need to make our own thing. And I, I does Firewalk have the legacy of a, of an Activision of a of a, a Infinity Ward or a Treyarch or a Sledgehammer? No, but they could. What's your mm. thoughts, Max? I'm pretty much the same. Um, it's it, like you said, you know, it's it's good that they're not just snapping people up with already already made ips they're 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 growing them from the ground up and you know they can obviously see the value in that team that they had been working so closely with so why not bring them in give them that extra support give them that safety net of we know you can make cool shit now you don't have to worry if you're if you want to get a little bit crazy with it next time yeah you've you've got that backing you've got that safety net you can kind of you have that ability to not to um, you know, belittle what they do, but you know, throw the shit at the wall and see what sticks, type of thing. I think you've um, got a very good point there, especially around because what separates, you know, success, you know, you successful you, multiplayer you, you, games. You from don't others. have to go for that. You don't have to go for that safe, um, safe game style. Yeah. You can you can try something new, and if it fails, it's okay because we can catch you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what separates like, them. Like the two things that separate that separate successful multiplayer games is uh you know budget for one because they need mm-hmm. the money to meet the likes of fortnite and call of duty mm-hmm. and whomever and also the the ability for that creative freedom so where they don't feel like carbon copies as you mentioned and that's a very very good point very mm-hmm. very good point but yeah it's, it's this is going to be a wait and see we may not see the fruits of, of this um for a little while but uh it's certainly a, certainly a good thing because i remember a couple weeks ago we said would we would be would we be responding as critically to mark to playstation if they had done the act the abk purchase and the answer would have been yes and we're like well any acquisition will come with scrutiny and we look at the scrutiny on this and we go it's not much to scrutinize it really isn't like and that's like no biasy console bullshit here it's just like well okay they have great potential like when they picked up uh sucker punch they were nobodies look at them now naughty dog same thing. making movies and shit yeah man <laughs> uh the second piece here is because it's that quiet of a week uh firmware updates we've improved the system come soft, on you, you, you love that you love that uh, there was also a jewel since edge update apparently Ooh. not one for the standard peasant controller there isn't one. Oh. <laughs> have you been using your edge I only use my edge. Yeah. Oh, because oh, um, it's right there. And you can plug her in. I have the benefit of being able to sit close enough to my console that I can have it plugged in because the battery life's still asshole on it. Yeah. Is, yeah. Are, 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 like, are you getting the benefits out of it? Is that why you're so good at DMZs now? Got them back buttons? No? That ain't bot. Oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't cheat. 
Don't ban me. Are you are you using the paddles in the DMs in the? DMs? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So so my my set out is this this paddle jumps and and this paddle um, knives. So I've got melee and jump. So I I never have to take my thumb off the the like the aim mm-hmm. the thumbstick to aim. I can do everything I need to do with whilst being able to aim at all times. Do you believe it gives you a strategic advantage over every other fucking player? Yes, because I can still look around while I'm reloading or jumping or ducking and crouching. And that's true. That's yes. mostly where very I get so. shots. That's a very good point. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna read the next one because fuck you. Uh, one thing, like, look, we had the state of play last week with Final Fantasy, but the one thing that's been looming yeah, forever is like, when's the when's the next fucking PlayStation showcase? Because apparently they just there's one rumored every 25 minutes according to Twitter. When are we, when are we seeing Spoods? Yeah, that's actually a very good question. When are we seeing Spoods? But <laughs> yeah, it's on my list. Please let me see Spoods this year. <laughs> but yeah, so the the word for quite some time, according to what's been written here, has uh, has been that Sony will hold a PlayStation showcase this summer and then the previous winter and the previous spring and the previous fall. Um, and last Tuesday and last Tuesday and then possibly tomorrow and then maybe one right now because um, E3 is a hot uh, it's not E3 because uh, fucking Twitter is a hot spoiler mess. alert this is the PlayStation show yeah oh my god prepare <laughs> for some disappointment oh my god we, we have nothing <laughs> there's, there's, there's no world premieres nothing's been shown <laughs> no it's just two fucking dudes wouldn't that be poo shout yeah. out to us though for being the opportunity to, to be the PlayStation <laughs> yeah. showcase but um yeah <laughs> So, with E3 2023 officially cancelled, it's entirely up to the manufacturer when it wants to schedule this this alleged broadcast. And Giant Bombs, a generally reliable Jeff Grubby, BB Grub, has been beating the, quote, before Summer Games Fest, end quote, hammer for quite some time. Summer Game Fest is currently scheduled to take place on the 8th of June, and Grub believes that Sony's big broadcast could occur as early as May, or, quote, maybe, end quote, early in June. <laughs> He's doing the Paul James. He's like, I called it. As long as it happens before Summer Games Fest, I'm right. I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, if you have enough enough asterisks, you may be correct. To be fair to the journalist, however, he has been bang on with a number of state of place predictions. So he clearly has the ear to some good source. However, he has made a lot he of claims. Been, he's been horrendously wrong too. Sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's, oh, he's been right sometimes, but how many times he's been fucking wrong? <laughs> Max, uh, do we get the showcase at the end of the month? No. Month. no I, th- I think June is probably where it's going to happen. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it's just during that E3 week when everyone else is doing their thing. Um, it, it, will it be a showcase? I, I, maybe. Mm. Could I see them just doing a big info dump on the PlayStation blog on a yeah. random Tuesday? <laughs> yes. <laughs> look, there are, look there's enough here to speculate but there's always been enough to speculate yeah. but especially right now so we look at what the future holds for playstation as of right now the only thing we know about is marvel spider-man 2 and whatever factions will be but that's, and that's whatever that will be fear, but it? even then like that no but yeah. that doesn't have a date that's got nothing right mm. pardon me released with spider-man 2 Spider-Man Deuce, we I know that it's coming this year. Now, the rumor mill right now is September. So using the standard three-month marketing cycle, which I still believe is the best, um, that does put it at around June. However, it, it's also possible that it might come out in, say, November, 
which means they ain't got good don't got to do dick for a while or they could still announce it a right about now very similar to what they did with ragnarok and they go hey it's in six months it's coming out yeah and they can start ramping up so it does make sense for may or june and look to add to that outside of spider-man factions is somewhere um wolverines next year possibly and that's it we have no idea what everybody else is doing you know we'll know that we know that there'll be an mlb next year there was one this year that got literally zero fanfare or, or marketing so much so that we didn't even get a code like i, I think i'm one of the only like there's gonna be like three of us five of us in this in the country that asked for mlb the show and it didn't happen so that was super weird mm-hmm. um you know and then you but like you look at the list blue points the one that's probably the most possible because like they had demon souls wrapped at the beginning of the console generation and of course there's all those uh, uh various uh rumors that they've been involved in whether it be metal gear or bloodborne etc um sucker punches would still be working on the next ghost of Tsushima, i think from memory naughty dog probably talk factions Sony Santa Monica will be quiet for a while. Gorilla just now dropped the Burning Shores DLC, so they'll be quiet for a while. Uh, Pixel Opus, they haven't really done anything since Concrete Genie. And that was the back end of 2018, 19. Mm-hmm. So it's been a while, but they're a much smaller team. There's a lot of room for something, but also there's also not a lot of room for anything. So do I think it's gonna it, it's it's happening? No, could it happen? Maybe. I mean, anything could happen. Anything could happen. Like it's one of those things. You anything could happen between now and whenever. The future is limitless. Would I like to see it? Yes. Is it ne- is it needed? Kind of yes. Like not not that there's any major concerns from anyone. Like most people tend to see. Uh, uh, the future does look bright with PlayStation. So they're not really worried. So, yeah, I, as you said, you may not think it's coming ahead, but with what I've just laid out, is there anything that you agree, disagree? It all depends on, I mean, you know, the obvious answer is it depends on if they have something to show or not. Yeah. Like they're not going to hold a showcase to show off 20 minutes of Spider-Man. They're going to, like they're going to do a state of play for that. Yeah. They're not going to do one of those big showcases. Um, and what and un- unless unless these rumors are true about this handheld device coming out of the back end of the year, maybe they can put together a bit of a showcase. They can show off some maybe factions has finally got some some gameplay they can show off. Um, they can show off some Spider Man two. They can show off whatever this uh, remote play PSP thing is. The Q light. Yeah. As- it just depends on what they have to show and what they can show and what they're willing to show. Cause if they've got nothing to show or they're not willing to show anything, they're just not going to do it. Yeah. Because well, that's the anything. PlayStation, like- PlayStation have shown that they're willing to stay quiet. Yeah. And we're now at like once again, the other previous assumption was that they have stayed quiet, stayed quiet. Sorry, I should say because of this whole acquisition stuff with MB- ABK and Microsoft but I think they've been quiet for too long if that was the reason 
I think they did it long enough to prove a point or to not make waves or whatever, but make some fucking waves. Mm. Yep. All right. Quick bits. Woo! Quick, very, very small, short, short show. This very week. short show. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 has a pre-launch stream that has been announced for the 11th of June to show off some of the end game content and some more stuff that they didn't show us a few weeks ago. Would you be watching that, um, or have you seen literally everything? Well, no, no, I'll be watching it. Yeah. What really? You're like you're not like oh, yeah. I'm, I'm already sold on this game. Why no. show me? More? I mean, I am. All, I'm, I was sold when they said Final Fantasy 16. Like I didn't need to see. <laughs> it, was it was like Final Fantasy. Yes. <laughs> uh, the answer to the question of why Hogwarts Legacy had no Quidditch is because they've made a standalone game. Harry Potter Quidditch Champions has been announced. Yeah, so it's not made is- by Avalanche. It's a completely separate studio. Mm-hmm. no there connections a, to hogwarts legacy really no there's apparently a clay a closed gameplay thing happening now i signed up for it i wasn't lucky enough to get in sure send a picture of your tattoo but like, oi mm. invite me you bastards uh sony has raised the prices of its steam games in some regions almost double what they were wow yeah where like, obviously not australia because that's no, 200 dollars a game jesus a THQ Nordic ha- has announced that they're having a showcase that is set for the 12th of August. Man, like that's cool because THQ, THQ Nordic, Nordic have a fuckload of games. games. So many games. Like, uh, that, they, that'll, be they, a, that'll be an intense they, showcase. Actually, they I, have I said they're that. going to have their own world premieres. Oh, okay. You know what? Check- <laughs> You've stopped them. No, no, like, I mean, like, you said world premieres. I'll check it out. No. Like, <laughs> THQ Nordic have enough IP. Oh, they have all the IP. Yeah, to make it interesting. Have like, all. Oh, yeah, I'll check that. <laughs> uh, Diablo 4 will be getting another beta to stress test the servers before launch on May the 12th to the 14th. So, uh, open beta weekend. Well, seeing as it's gone gold, like it's exciting times ahead. Mm-hmm. Cult of the Lamb DLC Relics of the Old Faith is launching this week. Yeah, wait. So, it'd be launching today as of the show goes live. Yes, correct. Yep. Fuck, I'm excited, eh? And according to a PlayStation game size, Jedi Survivor weighs in at a cool 147 gigabytes. Jesus. Hope you all got two uh, hard drives. I do now, thankfully. And uh, hopefully we'll be playing uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor very soon. Well, I know it comes out next Friday, um, but I'm very keen to to get all up in it. Get some Star Wars action going on. Get some of the wars. And uh, because I sent Ryan the old news, Doc, uh, here are the upcoming titles because they're online. Thanks, Max. (laughs) Uh, Coming out April 25th, we have After Image PS4, PS5, Fairy Fencer F, Refrain Chord PS4, PS5, Strayed Lights PS4, PS5, and Tram Sim, sorry, Tram Sim console edition oh, PS4, I thought you, had, you had me at train sim I was like oh it tram sim <laughs> April 27th we have Kazuna AI touch the beat PS4 and live a live PS4 PS5 oh live a live nice yeah Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak PS4 PS5 is coming to April 28th along with Nuclear Blaze on PS4 and Star Wars Jedi Survivor PS5 yeah. speaking, of, speaking of tram sim before we started the show today once on again huh you thought you were in the Matrix? No, I I, I was on a train. No, um, I, was, I was in the Matrix. <laughs> I, <am> the Matrix. <laughs> I oh, actually, um, I've got a funny story to tell you regarding the Matrix after you say what you after you said your piece. Oh, my story was, you know how I talked about wanting to play Gas Station Simulator? Yes. I watched a couple of videos on it, and now I really want to play Gas Station Simulator. 
Okay. And I think I might. You're an idiot. Yeah. Matrix. Matrix, yeah. Well, it has nothing to do with Matrix, but everything to do with Keanu. Ooh. So, friend of the show, Cass, is currently in LA. Did he see Keanu Weaves? Well, he messaged me the other day saying, I don't know what to do today. I'm in LA. I'm I'm going to the Griffith Observatory. I don't know what else to do with my day. And I'm like, well, Keanu Reeves is currently in LA doing comic book signings for Berserk. Maybe you should go meet Keanu. And he's like, Keanu's overrated. I've only seen The Matrix. So we're not friends anymore. The fuck, Cass? I would have just gone to rub it in everyone else's face. I know, right? I'd be like, I would have been like, hey, Keanu, look, I don't really care about you, but can I get a photo? Thanks. <laughs> Can you sign this copy of Berserk that says eat a butt, Max? Thanks. <laughs> yeah, Appreciate know, it. Right? That's what I would do. I'd rub it in someone else's face. I would just yeah. go celebrity hunting. I'd be like, what? I'd, I'd go meet him for spite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm petty as fuck. I would do many things just to shit someone else over. Yeah. Crazy kid. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, I would just go celebrity hunting. I'd be like, hey, where's the hotspots? All right, let's go wander around. Like, I'm here. I'm in LA. I got nothing else to do, apparently. <laughs> so uh, anyway, that does bring us to the end of this noticeably shorter episode of For All the Players, the Popsy Position Podcast. Half a page of Yuzok still spoke for an hour and a half. Uh, 53 wow. minutes. Oh, okay. oh, no, we started a bit late, didn't we? Yeah. 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 Well, everybody, as I as I rant on as I usually do, this PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, and alluded to at the start of the show, episode 300 is coming up soon. If you've got some ideas for us, things you want to see, things you want us to discuss, hit us up on socials, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, Twitter, all of those links can be found in the description below. If you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash popcultures, where you watch us record this show live, where you can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can. Tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation pod. If you are listening on podcast services, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review. If you watch us on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, or comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment. If you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash popcultures, as well as our merchandise store, popcultures.com slash shop, where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it. But until next week, I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And that was for the players.